Welcome to After Hours with India Inc. by Manani Goyal. Pandemic forced many to experiment with work from anywhere. Some like Aviate shifted their office to Goa. It had many advantages: cost, quality of life, and attraction for young tech talent. Aviate co-founder Rishi Raj Rahul talks about why he's thinking of a distributed office straddling Goa and Bangalore. Hi Rishi, before we get started, can you help us get a sense of Aviate, your startup, and the journey so far? Sure, Balne. Thank you for having me. So, Aviate is a holding company where we are creating products at the intersection of recruitment and upskilling. One of our products is Aviate, which is a job preparation and discovery platform for non-tech roles like business development, HR, operations, customer support, etc. and we also operate curate which is an ai driven assessment platform which helps companies manage their recruitment far more efficiently than the current mechanisms so we work with over 50 clients including names like urban club vedantu byju's uh, white hat junior spinny uh, khata book and so on rishi during the pandemic you set up an office in goa help us get a sense of the rationale behind it The decision to move to Goa actually emanated from. So we were living in a fairly uh, there's a society in Bhopalhari that is fairly densely populated, and we had a wide spread of cases. So somewhere in the end of June, a lot of the folks in our team were living in the same society, and uh, we thought that it might be a good idea to move out of Bangalore for a while. And we started looking at different alternatives. We realized that. we would not have any client meetings or uh, any investor meetings or really any physical interaction for a considerable duration of time though lockdown had started easing up uh, a little by june but all of us were still you know working remotely so what we decided to do was to move to a place which was probably on non metro uh when the case count would have been lower obviously the situation in goa turned out to be fairly bad in the second wave but during the first wave it was uh, fairly well managed and i had lived in goa and worked in goa for a year in 2016 so it seemed like a reasonable choice which was well connected to a uh, lot of the metros where uh, some of our team members were based out of so we moved there by the mid of september sometime i had moved there a month ago and the rest of the team started moving there from september goa was also uh, a good choice in terms of uh, you know us not having any covid cases in uh, any of our employees and we were also adding some people in our team so over the last couple of months we are now uh, at a strength of 14 members it was a fairly good experience of working out of goa initially i was not so sure about uh, because of there isn't a fairly vibrant startup ecosystem in goa as compared to let's say bangalore or some of the larger metros but a lot of companies like delivery brown tape are set up based there because of a lot of startups that are emanating out of bits goa now it has a nascent ecosystem but one that i'm fairly bullish about uh, i heard sahil uh, from delivery mention it uh, somewhere uh, in an interview that you know goa is one of those places that he thinks is at the same place that silicon valley was uh, somewhere in the 80s and uh, now with delivery going public and a lot of uh, they them having an hq there i think it will only go up from there and obviously during the pandemic there were a lot of people a lot of entrepreneurs uh, that moved to goa for varying degrees of uh, periods of time do you want to tell us how this distributed office model um, one office in bangalore another in goa 
how has that worked out for you as a company as a startup so work from home uh, was a difficult transition for us to make despite the fact that we were a, we are a fairly early stage startup we were working on a couple of new products and uh, we just saw a massive productivity gap uh, between uh, you know physically working from an office and working from home however a couple of our functions had folks who were working out of different locations including some of our part time resources and interns so for domains like tech it was not as big of uh, a challenge for us but for operations and uh, you know other core roles or uh, domains it was a bit of a struggle so we instituted a few changes in the organization we were not fairly bullish on uh, you know installing a lot of monitoring tools since not everyone moved to goa we had only the core team members uh, moved to the location and everyone else was working out of wherever they were so we started you know a few internal initiatives where everyone would have to make a list of five needle moving things that they would work on this was our primary takeaway that a lot of op, you know process driven things did not suffer too much from a transition to work from home the productivity levels were still similar to what we had before but it's very difficult for people to be in the same headspace as compared to when you are having a meeting physically compared to when you are working from different places so especially when we were talking about any new initiatives where you know it's more of an uh, whiteboard exercise in the beginning we saw that these steps were taking an inordinate amount of time so we started you know giving this initiative to every single employee and every single resource that they would have to figure out three or four needle moving objects pertaining to our new initiatives and with that we saw the situation improve but to be very honest even today i wouldn't say that operationally we are as efficient as even 90% of where we were before the pandemic How did your employees react to shifting to Goa? You know, a beach destination known for parties, etc. So there were quite a few things where uh, you know Goa, just like every other location, has its own set of pros and cons. I was a little familiar with the place since uh, I had the opportunity to work in Goa for some uh, close to a year in 2016, where I was working for an incubator called Prototypes. So they were operating uh, a small ecosystem of a few startups. across different spaces they had uh, a reasonable talent pool uh, from you know some of the best places in india that was the first time where i actually thought that okay goa also could be uh, you know a destination where people could work out of and with time there are more and more uh, companies that have uh, opened an office and obviously delivery opening there hq there was a fairly big move which happened after i had moved out to goa in terms of the overall experience goa i'll go to its trade offs right so going to the cons of goa it uh, will not give you the same internet accessibility in most locations as you would probably enjoy in a normal indian metro so for example panjim is fairly good but if you are staying at some uh, you know smaller location in south goa north goa internet accessibility is a challenge also these companies are fairly uh, apart from airtel you don't really have any of these major providers so when service quality levels are not uh, as good as one might be used to in addition to that goa is not a very attractive location for senior talent this was also a problem that i saw that incubators struggle with the reason is that uh, you know uh, you have to worry about your spouse being able to find a job in goa or you know having a remote work setup and you also have to worry about your kids and uh, school options are not as great as you have in a lot of these other metros i, I would also mention that it does not have the same depth of a startup ecosystem in bangalore whatever problem that you are working on you can find you know uh, a great talent pool 
that has grappled with similar problems and you can uh, hit them up for advice you can still do that remotely out of anywhere but you know that the physical interaction is just key missing in goa it doesn't have the same uh, ecosystem depth but compared to the trade offs of, uh, you know on the positive side goa's weather is all right i mean compared to you know normal indian standards it has a fairly decent talent pool uh, you have colleges like nit goa and goa uh in addition to that uh, slightly far off you have uh, colleges like nit suratkal and uh, manipal so access to tech talent uh, obviously though it's not uh, not even a shade to what bangalore would offer you but it was fairly okay you obviously don't have to grapple with traffic uh, real estate is considerably cheaper and uh, you know it's uh, fairly well connected to bombay bangalore delhi uh, via flight and also you know the quality of life generally there are a lot of things to do uh, you know uh, in goa and uh, yeah i think uh, these were the primary vectors that we were thinking of we were looking to get to a non metro that was not uh, densely populated we took a fairly a calm uh, neighborhood uh, near panjam called donapala it was uh, fairly comfortable but overall uh, i do think that it is one of those places where in the next 10 years because uh, to give you an example just during the time of the pandemic real estate prices in some localities of goa went by 20, went up by 20% now that's not the kind of increase that you have seen in goan real estate even in the last 4 or 5 years if you just combine that so a lot of that has happened inside of a year since a lot of folk you know who were living out of these large metros they've decided to actually come and make a presence in terms of startups i think so because now a lot of large companies and most of our tech companies are still you know have remote work for most of their employees or at least some of their employees we see that a lot of these guys have uh, moved their base to goa at least temporarily so uh, it is quite bustling with activity over the last one year uh, and i think that in the next coming few years you would see goa emerge as a major point especially because it is uh, it has a great proximity to bits goa and bits has a fairly entrepreneurial crowd and they keep on launching whole bunch of start from bits i think uh, companies like stoa are uh, uh, is also sort of goa so i think uh, in time i think goa would uh, you know be a fairly attractive destination to a lot of folks who are looking to move out of the hustle bustle of a metro there is lot of debate around productivity levels in remote working setup it's a debate that's playing out everywhere globally in corporate offices do you have a view on productivity in remote setup what are the pros and cons what has been your experience on the same so far for everyone in our team i think they were fairly excited to work out of goa if nothing out of curiosity right you have to remember this was already september people had been in lockdown for close to about 6 months so get getting an opportunity where you would you know and uh, we had uh, taken a few company guest houses where people could come stay rent free not have to worry about accommodation so yeah I, i'm sure it was a fairly attractive proposition and we did not find any resistance there everyone in the core team that we invited to go ended up coming even for the talent that we have hired after that we give everyone to a lot of talent that is not a part of our core team but let's say not below uh, we give them the option to uh, work out of goa or bangalore whenever the offices start and a lot of them still choose goa i think it is 
predominantly out of curiosity but yes the reaction is completely inverted if you talk about uh, people uh, let's say uh, in, in a slightly older age bracket uh, people in the mid 35s will probably be a little more hesitant in moving to goa unless they're single primarily because of the things that i talked about it does have uh, some attractive qualities so a couple of our folks were based out of delhi and you know uh, during september when i told them that you know you can come out to goa they were like obviously delhi is going to become a gas chamber for the next few months it sounds like a good escape so we had a lot of uh, reactions like that as well but yeah overall it's been fairly okay but you know when we decide to come back to offices again we would not require anyone to be mandatorily based out of goa but they would have to be based out of either bangalore or goa and we will have a flexible work schedule wherein they could come to office not come to office and there would be certain kind of functions that uh, we will i think probably keep distributed for the coming future predominantly because of uh, a shortage of uh, talent rishi tell us do different set of workers respond very differently to remote working help us understand what are you picking up from your employees that's a great question malini and uh, obviously there are varying schools of thought so like i also said there was this very interesting study done by someone i think probably nicholas loom so he did this study even before the pandemic happened for this organization called ctrip it's like the expedia of china they did this study where they had moved some of their call center employees to a work from home setup yeah and they noticed the 13% increase in productivity so in the beginning when we decided to go remote that was the only study that i had ever seen uh, about you know working from home and uh, the productivity outcomes of it uh, for any large organization however the same person then did this research for a wider spectrum of audience all white collar workers uh, people that are college educated so on and so forth and uh, are in uh, functions uh, not let's say someone working out of a factory plant these roles are not going to be uh, remote but for a lot of these other functions they did this study and found out that work from home is always always less productive as compared to work from office and though it does not hold true at the margins or at the edges you would obviously have some folks that are far more comfortable working from home and we saw this in our organization as well you know we saw that there were a few resources who despite being remote were you know we saw absolutely no difference in their productivity levels i have my personal hypothesis on it i think it's a lot of it has to do with mimesis right humans are fairly social animals and there was this very interesting piece of research done by rene gerard he's a french psychologist and he came out with with this papers and wrote a book about it things hidden since the foundation of the world where he says that humans as when they are born they are like think of it as a blank slate and then their desires and their social personas are mostly a function of what they observe in the world around them and it is uh, something that it defines as acquisitive mimesis so we start copying what others are doing so i think that is the main difference between working out of office and now uh, home because on the face of it you would think that you know for anyone living in a metro you are saving so much time just commuting right uh, that you don't have to do when you're working from home so even if you are 10% less productive and if you have 2 hours of your time that is being unlocked that you were spending let's say an hour each in uh, commute but it still doesn't work out that way because what happens is that in an office setup right even if let's say you feel a little bored you're not going to go and you know start watching youtube videos 
you would look around and you would see five other people working hard at something and you know because, and because of it uh, maybe college societal pressure or whatever people are less likely to get distracted there are obviously so there is an element of self discipline so a lot of people uh, i know personally a whole bunch of folks who are far more productive working out of home as compared to working out of office because they don't have any distractions that didn't in the office but obviously most of us are not wired that way so that is one reason where i see that you know generally people it's fairly easy to start browsing something on the internet if you're in an, uh, if you're working out of a home a lot of people also have this terminology shirk from home or shirking from home for people that have used it uh, and uh, you know so we work with a whole bunch of startups uh, interestingly even for a lot of our edtech clients though we saw that uh, you know edtech businesses did very well they hired far more people their revenues grew but for a lot of them the revenue per employee probably did not grow as much as it was uh, at the rate before the pandemic for a lot of them it actually went down for let's say some functions like sales a lot of organizations have seen that this is not working out and uh, obviously a lot of them have started getting people back to offices but i think that uh, with time you know there could be two or three different models a lot of companies that google have spoken about something where they could have you know you work for you come to office for 3 days the rest of the days you work from home there are some companies that would be that could be completely remote like slack and there could be companies that would have a distributed model so we are still not very sure about which of them would work out so as a hedging exercise we are keeping everything open we have generally seen that for roles like tech remote work has not impacted their productivity as much so some of these functions will continue to be remote for uh, everyone in our team except the core team members additionally there would be certain functions where we would have people who would be either in goa or bangalore and they could come to office for 3 days a week and work remotely for the other periods so we are trying to have this flexibility because to be very honest in the last couple of months because of this remote work as an early stage startup a year ago i was mostly competing with indian companies right for talent today i am not i am competing for a crypto startup based out of singapore that can pay uh, much higher salaries than we can afford so we want to ensure that we have something for pretty much everyone so the tech talent where uh, we have the maximum shortage of supply density at this stage since you know this large funding boom uh, for the last few quarters has also resulted in a lot of these companies hiring a whole bunch of tech talents across the globe so that is in uh, shortage i think uh, similarly for some functions like design product management i think to attract the best talent you would need to offer them some degree of flexibility it would kind of sort of become the norm especially uh, given the fact that you know some of the largest tech companies have started implementing this at scale i do think that we need to offer some degree of flexibility and uh, we would see which of these uh, approaches work out so yeah we are not looking at a cookie cutter model for everyone uh, we are going at it from a functional and uh, seniority framework wherein certain people in the organization across certain functions will be required to come to offices every day and uh, the others can be distributed or have a flexible schedule where they could be in office for up to 3 days what are some of the challenges of remote working rishi can you help us get a sense of how you as an organization are rewiring your hr policies to be able to work in this remote era so 
there are uh, two cohorts of talent where we unanimously hear that they want to work from uh, home. Uh, if given a choice, everything else remaining the same, let's say compensation, everything else remaining the same, they would choose to work from home. In fact, most of these folks would actually take a 10% pay cut if they get something that allows them to work from home. From the eyes of a recruiter uh, for the kind of roles and functions where we operate in, we see that young talent definitely wants to work from home. There is also a gender bias for a lot of females, working moms, working from home is uh, obviously a lot more comfortable. However, if you start going up the hierarchy, let's say if when we do slightly mid-management or senior management hiring, then the people would still prefer work from home, but not to the same degree. Let's say we did a survey a while back. So for everyone that was under the age of 27, so we did the, across three cohorts up to the age of 27, 27 to 35, 35 and above. Folks that were 35 and above were okay to work out of a physical location. They had a slight preference towards work from home, but uh, not too much. However, that data was completely inverted for you know the age bracket uh, that is under 27. More than 80% of the people that we surveyed said that we would gladly take a 10% haircut if the same company, if, uh, if my company today offers me to work from home. So we did the survey for people who were working out of office and uh, also for people who were looking for a job. So we had a lot of this, we saw this gender bias and this age bias where males were slightly more open to working out of offices uh, today and people north of the age of 35 were also more open to the idea of working out of homes. However, uh, if I look at the demand side or what employers are doing, because these are only, you know, aspirational thoughts of job seekers. However, a lot of employers, if I look at functions like sales, uh, more than 80% of our clients have moved their employees back to a physical setup. There are very few companies that for roles like sales, operations, recruiters, HRs in most organizations have started reporting back to offices. So there will be quite a few industries. So for example, I don't think industry like physical retail or hospitality would get too disrupted, right? Because you would need people in a five-star hotel or in an upscale restaurant. So there would be areas where you could not see remote work have any impact at all. However, for services business, I think it will be fairly interesting to see the flight of talent from some of the large IIT majors if we don't come up with flexible solutions. Uh, because uh, anyone who's working out of PCS and because of this large deficiency of talent, anyone with reasonable coding skills today can get paid much better than what some of these large IIT majors would pay an engineering grad. So we are already seeing a lot of these folks moving out. In the last one year, all these IT companies have seen a much higher attrition as compared to years before that. Obviously, uh, you must be aware of this great resignation of the term going about what is happening in the US where a lot of people have not come back to work. I think they've added about to half a million people reporting back to work. Uh, I think there is still some gap and the same is true also for India. We have seen that quite a few folks have now decided that, you know, they are never... I, I've spoken to some people that have said, never again am I doing a two-hour commute. And I think it might also be city-based and uh, specific to talent depth in a location. So I think probably in Bombay, tech talent is far more likely to be remote just because the supply of tech talent is scarcer in Bombay as compared to, let's say, a Gurgaon or a Bangalore. Now you're planning to have a distributed office, one in Goa and another one in Bangalore, irrespective of the pandemic. Help us get a sense of the rationale behind it. In Goa, primarily because, as I mentioned, people at a certain age bracket and people that are 
slightly more senior senior talent is slightly more difficult to come by in a place like goa getting them to relocate is a little more challenging and we did not want to lose out on any great talent because of that so we will maintain bangalore as a base it was a fairly clear choice for us that we would need to maintain bangalore as a base because when we started hiring for a lot of these positions we saw that for senior level talent it was always a bit of a problem and it's not just getting them to relocate to goa i think even for them they had this curiosity ki okay goa might be nice but it's just like some of these operational challenges because when you have a spouse and kids just moving cities is a much bigger hassle so i think that is the primary reason why uh, we would have a location in bangalore rishi what are some of the challenges of remote working and how are you as an organization as a startup rewiring your policies rewiring your organization to be able to work and operate in the remote work era yeah i think this is also something that uh, not just us uh, some of the larger organizations are also grappling with because the most fundamental question if you have let's say a remote or work from home model for everyone is how do you maintain a cohesive or a strong work culture and that becomes fairly difficult so initially we struggled with onboarding new employees our onboarding duration was you know it took us more than twice the time that it used to take earlier just because we saw that dissemination of a lot of information was a lot more difficult to come by because of various reasons and eventually though as an organization we have gotten better at it but i think it is far more challenging to build a completely cohesive and strong work culture you might have a fairly you know i mean there aren't any good or bad culture there like strong or weak cultures it's far more likely for you to have a weak culture if everyone is distributed because no one knows everyone especially if you're growing and if you're onboarding people who have never met any uh, you know each other in person i think there is obviously an element of the things that you've talked about that you don't get to interact with people in office and we saw this problem with us this was you know primarily one of the reasons that we realized fairly quickly that hey at least uh, you know some of our senior team members have to be uh, in the same location and we generally saw that to maintain a stronger culture now so earlier to give you a sense our onboarding programs used to be a week long right uh, now we do 3 weeks to 4 weeks uh, depending on different functions and uh, we typically also ask everyone uh, obviously not uh, at this time but starting next year you know everyone that has been hired who we have not met we would be inviting them to bangalore or to goa for a while they would, where they would come work out of our offices for a while and try and get assimilated with some of the older team members so obviously there is this issue that not just us i think everyone is grappling with and no one really has any clear answers there aren't also a lot of studies that have been done on this but as a lot of companies start opening back we have a lot of different models and i think in the next coming few quarters it will become slightly more clearer about you know how companies are broadly thinking about maintaining cohesive company culture across different locations obviously some of the largest organizations are much more adept at doing it so for someone like a microsoft they have been doing it for quite some time but for a young startup it is slightly more challenging as of now we have just started a longer onboarding process and so on and so forth it will only become slightly more clearer with time because we would have the same onboarding process for people who would be completely distributed people who would be working from office and people who would have a flexible work from office schedule thank you rishi it was great to have you on the show you were listening to after hours with india inc by malini goel mixed and edited by shashwat kumar To get more insights, 
into contemporary business and corporate culture, do subscribe to us. After Hours with India Inc. is available on Spotify, Ghana, Apple Music, and various other streaming platforms. To get regular updates about this podcast, follow the Twitter handle at Goyal Malini. For any feedback, email us at toiplus.podcast at timesinternet.in.